Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, this is Marcella. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Marcella. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who's Good morning, Mrs. Morning. I don't know. Andrew, I just texted him. Yeah, it's supposed to be Andrew. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, that's right on Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Moxie. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Thank good you. To hear your voice too. <laughs> good to hear everybody's voice. <laughs> it's good to be a, be alive. Yeah. In in our right mind, huh? Yeah. And our health and strength to go with it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Rochelle, send me your number. Yes, ma'am. And Rochelle, I'm making turkey wings today. You know what, Mona? Uh-oh. We're going to have to talk. Cause you know I'm going <laughs> out of town today, you. honey. Oh, I'm going to get you. She's going to make uh, y'all fat. You know what? That's why he created a freezer, honey, so I'll be back. I'm going to jump off real quick and call him. Um, just texting him. May have not uh, shook his phone. So I'll call right here and start praying for him. Like the corner with my brother, Andrew. I miss you already, brother. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Yolanda. And I just got to say I am grateful because God blessed me with another day. And God bless me with another year of life. And today is my birthday. This one, or did you pull it anyway? No. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. So it's best start hurting when you woke up this morning. like we are, but right now we're having a conversation. Why don't you start it off? Go ahead. Greet the people. Prayer line. 
Good morning, girlfriend. It's Nourishing Nikisha. Good morning, DV family. Good morning, Nourishing. God bless you, sister. It's good to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We are still praying for you. I know you know that. Yes, ma'am. I, 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 the fact that I'm on this morning, I know y'all praying for me. <laughs> I, I don't call in every day, so when you when you hear me, that's when I'm there. So yeah. I know y'all oh. praying. I love y'all. We love you. We love you. Good, good, good morning. morning. Happy Friday. It is event. Good morning. I have two prayer requests. This is this is Valerie. Happy Faithful Forward Fruitful Moving Friday. I have two prayer requests, please. One for Stephen Slaughter and one for Mr. Robert Caston. Please pray and thank God for being Jehovah Rapha in their lives. Thank God for healing on this morning. Good morning, Yvonne. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Good morning, family. Hey, pretty. Hey, pretty. Good morning, pretty. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. It's the love Barb. Happy Friday. Happy love Barb. How you doing? Happy Friday to you. See you tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still talking about the cookies. She said, I got an email about cookies. I said, I know. Okay, you guys, we were just stalling waiting for Rochelle to check on um brother Andrew. So we might yeah. have to wanna push They're in. not responding, so I'll go ahead and start the greet. If everyone could go ahead and put your phones on mute. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning. Happy Favor Friday. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, this is Rochelle, and I am going to step in on Men's Day, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day where only the men and women that men when have to are scheduled to line up to bless you. We're all one body. Be sure to continue joining us for the last couple of days in February where the monthly theme is entitled Position. If someone can check their phone and go ahead and hit your mute button. Thank you, thank you. This means that all our declarations will be regarding positioning yourself according, accordingly for the Lord. Next month, our theme will be direction, and you don't want to miss what God will be speaking through our talented declares. There are two announcements today. Please join us for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 
p.m. Pacific Standard by calling the same number. You will be blessed. The title of the call is Deep Rooted. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. The first one is declarevictory.org. The second is paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory now. I'll repeat those. Declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory now. We we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. I didn't check the app for prayer requests, but let me do so really quickly. And for and Valerie yesterday, also had a prayer request. Um, God, Valerie, you so I'll uh, thank you. So thank let's lift up um, Stefan Slaughter and Robert Caston both for their help. Thank you. God bless. Okay, thank you. So um, please be mindful and lift those prayer requests up and also pray for one another, pray for um, the move of God um, in the land. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Brother Jeff. The direct declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Winton. Then we will go right into closing comments and comments by our hosted Declare. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Winton and Brother Jeff will be our prayer warrior. The scripture for today is 2 Chronicles 20 and 17. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance. See the, see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing, reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you check your phones. Go ahead and make sure that the mute button is on as I pass the call to our prayer warrior, Brother Jeff. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God the Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning giving you thanks for this day, Lord God, another opportunity, Lord God, to reverence you, Lord God, and to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that hey, hallelujah, that you would draw all men unto you, Lord God, as we walk, Lord God. As we walk in the light, Lord God, as the salt of the earth, Lord God, that they would see, Lord God, Christ in us, Lord God, that you may draw all men unto you. Lord God, this morning we give you thanks, Lord God, for the warm blood, Lord God, that flows through our veins, Lord God. Another day of life, Lord God, another opportunity, Lord God, for kingdom. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. We are grateful. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for your love, Lord God. 
Lord God, all we want to do is just love you back, Lord God. It was you, Lord God, that first loved us, Lord God. Lord God, you, you put your hand of protection on us, Lord God. When we was walking in darkness, Lord God, when we was living in sin, Lord God, you snatched us. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for salvation, Lord God. Lord God, we repent, Lord God. We ask for forgiveness, Lord God, of all of our sins, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We turn, Lord God. We turn, Lord God, from our wicked ways, Lord God. And we are running. Lord God, we are running toward heaven, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the posture and the position, Lord God, of our hearts today, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Our hearts and our minds stayed on you, Lord God, focused on heaven. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. And there's so much that we are praying for, Lord God. Lord God, you heard the spoken prayer request this morning. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Whether it was online, Lord God, whether, whether it was worded by mouth, Lord God, we want to say thank you for the answering of our prayer request this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for dispatching your angels. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We are thankful, Lord God. We are thankful. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, for the Jesus. Yes, Lord. We are thankful, Lord God, for the shots, Lord God, that is being received, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for, for this virus, Lord God, that you are sending back to the pits wherever it came from, Lord God, that you are providing us, Lord God, with the shots, Lord God, that is needed to slow down the deaths, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that the hospitalization, Lord God, is coming down, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that the deaths, Lord God, are coming down, Lord God. Thank you. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray for the children, Lord God, those that are trying to learn, Lord God, online, Lord God, with a computer, Lord God. Thank you for keeping them, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the for what's being prepared, Lord, to get the students, the children back in school, Lord God, so that they can learn together, Lord God, collectively, Lord God, and play with one another, Lord God, on the schoolyard. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God, but we are keeping our eyes focused on you, knowing that you are in control, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We're grateful, Lord God. We're cheerful, Lord God. We're joyful. Oh, thank you, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up relationships and marriages, Lord. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Pretty Patrice, Lord God, thank you for covering her, Lord God. My beautiful wife, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you strengthen marriages today, Lord God. Bind us together. Thank you for being that third strand, Lord God. That Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. That binds us together, Lord God. Yes, Lord, yes, we also lift up those that are single, Lord God, that are serving you faithfully, Lord God, in their singleness, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you strengthen them, Lord God, and cover them as well, Lord God, as they serve you, Lord God, in their singleness, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. 
We continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for our communities, Lord God, and our neighbors, Lord God. Yes, Lord, help us, Lord God, to be a witness, Lord God. Give us the willingness that we need, Lord God, the desire, Lord God, to go and knock on our neighbor's door, Lord God, and check on them, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Help us to love, Lord God, with the love of Christ, Lord God. Yes, Lord, and we continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for those that declare victory over our lives. Here on Declare Victory, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray for our pastors and our bishops, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift them up, Lord God, and pray your protection and covering over them as well, Lord God, as they pray. And as they study, Lord God, in the wee hours of the night over their congregations, Lord God, for the word, Lord God, that they're going to share, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, we continue to pray for this nation, Lord God. Hey, the United States of America, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for the world. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Bless this nation, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, from the presidency, Lord God, the Congress, the Senate, Lord God, all the way down to the mayor, Lord God, the oh, the chief of police, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, the law enforcement, we lift them up to you as well, Lord God. The fire chief, Lord, the firemen, Lord God, those that are on the front lines, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, the nurses and the doctors, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray for those that are less fortunate than ourselves, Lord God. Those that are living out on the streets, like, hey, out in the elements, Lord God. We want to say thank you, Lord God, for the shelters, Lord God, that are being opened up, Lord God, as we pray. Thank you, Lord God, for the services, Lord God, that are being provided, Lord God, for those that are uh, 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 mentally challenged, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Those that have issues, Lord God, thank you. Oh, for giving us the heart of the church, Lord God, to be of service, Lord God, in our communities today, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. So, Lord God, as we prepare, Lord God, to move into a collective praise, Lord God, I say thank you, Lord God, for the health and strength, Lord God, of every individual connected to this prayer line, Lord God. Declare victory, Lord God. Cover our households, Lord God, our health, Lord God, our finances, Lord God. Bless us today, Lord God. We say thank you. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we let us all take our phones off from you and collectively praise oh, Him. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God. Thank you for this day, Lord. 
so so when we talked about that this morning, I, I just kind of want to deal with uh, if if I have to put a, a, a title to this in some kind of way, settling into authority, settling into authority. Um, the Lord put this in my spirit uh, quite some time ago in which uh, he was sharing with me in prayer times that while people are seeking position and while oftentimes we believe that, that, that every position comes with some type of uh, increase of sorts, um, it also deals with expansion. And what happens is when many of us are lifted up or when we are elevated into an area or and or a new season of our lives, uh, visiting that season is not difficult, but learning how to settle and be who you are supposed to be in that calling, in that assignment uh, is what's different. Uh, that is the challenge for many of us. You will see people who are intercessors. They are called to be intercessors, yet they struggle with settling into the authority of the position. There are people who are called to be pastors and preachers and teachers and evangelists, uh, but what you will notice is that while they don't mind accepting engagements and while they don't mind doing conferences and, and going to speak for other people, they are still challenged in the area of settling in the authority authority that has been given not only to them but to the office in which they occupy so i am encouraging everybody on this call my god this morning i want to encourage you that not only to to be okay with with knowing that there's a call on your life uh not just being okay with functioning and teaching every once in a while but i really want us to learn how to settle into the position of authority because once we settle into authority then that's when we can begin to actually function and move things in our assignment i dare not say this to insult people but i certainly want to bring truth uh speak truth to power this morning and the reality is that several of us have been challenged in the area of how to properly accept uh, what God has for us by way of our role. So you hear people saying, well, I know I'm called to this, uh, but, but it's just really not, I'm just not in that season. What they're really saying oftentimes is that uh, they, they are challenged with the requirements of the position in which they're in. Uh, and so, so I want to talk about that this morning. Um, Acts 8 is probably one of my favorite uh, texts, uh, but, but Acts altogether as a book, I know a lot of people kind of go to Acts for uh, Pentecost and, and they tend to jump uh, to, 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 to things about the, the gifts uh, being administered in the body of Christ, uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, all of that. But Acts is a book when we talk about the book of acts we are talking about there are several secrets uh and 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 examples of godly authority not lording over people because because let's be honest can, can we be real this morning lording over people doesn't make you authoritative Lord, lording over people doesn't necessarily mean you're in authority and when you're in authority it means you carry the weight and the responsibility well of the 
assignment that you are in. There are several leaders, there are several individuals who are in positions of power, but because they do not properly carry the weight, they are lopsided leaders, all right? Uh, uh, there are several Christians who, who, who have been called to walk into a specific authority or an area, but because they are not, uh, uh, they have not properly understood why they have been given the authority, then they end up kind of um, mis mismanaging their assignment. I'll put it like this. Uh, people in authority will oftentimes deal with more warfare than people who have not properly navigated their assignments. So if, if you're in an area, if you're in a role, if God has you in a particular place and or calling and or gifting area, you will know your level of success by the amount of resistance you encounter. All right. I hope I'm talking good to somebody this morning uh, because, because we've been taught that once you become a master of something, that, 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 that a, being a master or, or having mastered your area means now that there should be less friction. But, but Acts kind of walks us through that today. So, so I said I love the book of Acts, but, but here's the reason why I really, really love Acts. Um, in Acts 1, of course, you see where Jesus is ascending into heaven and Matthias now replaces Judas. Uh, now in Acts 2, there's the great anticipation uh, of the Holy Ghost, which has now met us at Pentecost, and everybody was with one accord, right? So they are now walking in that authority of the Holy Ghost. They have the authority of the Holy Spirit uh, because the Holy Spirit has now fallen upon the church. But then uh, in, 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 in the same breath as the Spirit of God was falling upon the church, the Bible tells us that there was a challenge because those who were not spiritual, who were watching the progress of the church, had a problem with the church moving forward. All right. So, so, so people who don't have uh, the Holy Spirit are agitated oftentimes with people who do. And they're oftentimes misunderstood, all right? So I'm just giving you some background in Acts so you can see the different areas that where Acts has been leading in the area of authority, all right? So we push past that, right? We get past there, uh, but then in Acts 3, we see where now Peter speaks healing to a man uh, at the gate called Beautiful. Y'all remember that story. But then things take a turn in chapter 4 when Peter and John have to go before uh, the Sanhedrin Council who was upset because they were doing real ministry and not just looking for a title. All right, so, 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 so then we get over into Acts 5, where, where, where there's a man by the name of Ananias who sells some property, uh, but, but greed overtakes Ananias. Y'all remember that too. And, and, and so he keeps a portion of the money uh, with his wife's knowledge, okay? So they're in it together. And and we didn't even get out of chapter five before they both fell dead, all right? Because you can't be underhanded and have the upper hand, all right? So 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 again, that is, that is a, a classic case of a mismanagement 
of authority. And anytime you mismanage authority, while you may not die physically, the consequences can be deadly. All right, so now I, I walked y'all through all of that to say that, that here, now, right after this, we find ourselves in probably what some would call the lowest point in the book of Acts. Uh, a man by the name of Stephen, who I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite, one of my favorite Bible uh, 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 characters. Uh, Stephen is now dead. And Stephen, for those who don't know, Stephen was the first deacon to be chosen in the early church. Uh, so in Acts 6, he's chosen, all right? He, he is chosen. In Acts 7, he preaches a sermon. That's right, the deacon is preaching. I hate to mess y'all up this morning, uh, uh, but 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 Stephen was not preparing the communion table. All right, Stephen was not opening the church up. Here, Stephen's assignment, while his position was a deacon, his authority was not limited to his title. All right, so so in Acts six, he's chosen. In Acts seven. He preaches a sermon, but by Acts 8, y'all, he's dead. <laughs> in, in, in 6, he's chosen. In 7, he preaches. The deacon is preaching, y'all. And then in 8, he's dead. And so within the framework of probably, what, three chapters, uh, he's been chosen, he's been commissioned, and he's been killed, all right? So, so, so I wanted to give you that. Uh, because it outlines where we're going today and what we're going to talk about. Uh, because as we look at the life of Stephen, while there is not much about him, uh, we have those three chapters to look at. Stephen is a deacon by position. Stephen is a deacon by title. But Stephen is coming to grips with the authority that God has given him. Can I share something with you? If you're going to really move things in the spirit realm, if you're going to help the earth out, uh, if you are going to be able to function properly, uh, if the anointing is going to be upon your life, and, and I'm talking about the anointing that destroys yokes, if you're going to destroy yokes, you have to learn how to accept and settle into authority. But if you're going to really settle into authority, I got to warn y'all, I got to warn you this morning, there are some things that come with settling into authority. We're going to look at the life of Stephen real quick, and, uh, and, and we're going to kind of talk about this thing. So anytime you are establishing your authority in the earth realm, you are going to deal with and seem unpopular. Uh, 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 for those who, who, who are people pleasers on the line and you love to be loved by people and you just want everybody to like you, uh, I, I got news. When you really settle into who you're called to be, you're going to make some people upset. So let's talk about this because in order to be effective, you have to be willing to do what others aren't willing to do. All right. <laughs> I know. I know. We, we like cultural norms, right? We, 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 we stand up when everybody stands. We sit down when everybody sits. We say what everybody else wants us to say. But if you are going to walk into authority and if you're going to learn how to settle into authority, uh, oftentimes you will find that your message is going to be unpopular. Uh, 
Uh, I mentioned to you that uh, Stephen was called in six. Uh, in seven, he's preaching a sermon, even though he's a deacon. And in chapter six, uh, he's described as a man full of God's grace and power who actually performed great wonders and signs among the people. But here's where the message goes unpopular. He argues with some of the people in the synagogue, and, and they actually get mad, and, and, <laughs> and they couldn't, but they were mad, y'all, because they couldn't stand up against the wisdom that the Spirit had given him. Can I pause here and just tell y'all, this is a season and a time where we're going to have to walk in spirit-led wisdom. So this can't be you drumming up something in, in, in your head. This has to be wisdom that the Spirit of God is giving you. The reason why Stephen walked in authority in his unpopular message was because that message came from God. I'm trying to show you uh, that what causes you to be disliked by people who don't even know you. So some of the people, the Bible says some of the people got together and, and they lied on him and said that he was saying blasphemous things about Moses and God. Uh, and, and, and the text says that they take Stephen and they bring him before the Sanhedrin. Uh, and, 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 and what did Stephen do, y'all, when, when Stephen got in front of the Sanhedrin? Uh, Stephen did not cry. Stephen did not complain. Stephen did not dumb himself down to fit their agenda. Stephen gets in front of them and decides he's going to take a test. In other words, Stephen got in front of them and decided that he was going uh, to preach a word. But, but listen to this. It started off as a word and moved into a rebuke. But it was all spirit-led. He called them stiff-necked, and he said their hearts nor their ears were circumcised. Uh, and, and what he's saying is right, but the audience he is saying it to feels like it's an unpopular message. Can I tell you something? If you're still struggling with being liked by everybody, you're not ready to walk into authority because authority truly, truly settling into the authority of positioning, the authority of where God has you is going to place you in direct conflict with some people. Now, I'm not saying everybody going to hate you, but, but understand this. Stephen's message did not change even though his situation changed, all right? I hope y'all heard that this morning. Some of us, let's be honest, some of us changed, our, we on the declare victory call this morning, but some of us changed our confession based on what situation we were in. But here, Stephen did not change his declaration even when his settings changed. Who he was with the Sanhedrin was who he was with the people. Who he was with the people was who he was in the church. Who he was in the church is who he was outside of the church. And so what I'm saying to you today is while your message may be unpopular, while your position may be unpopular, and while it may be the thing that separates you from a specific group of people, it is still how you settle into authority. <clears throat> There's an unpopular message in the text that Stephen has to take. But then there is always, when you are settling into authority, there's always an unexpected enemy. Now, I got to say this. It's not the loud people you need to worry about. 
but it's the quiet ones. I know, I know a lot of times we don't realize, but loud people are simply a distraction. And what happens is while you're busy looking at who's loud, there's a silent majority that's moving. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I, can, I, can I be honest? I've learned as a pastor that in every situation, I used to be real thrown off by loud people. And what I mean is those who are boisterous, those who, 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 who kind of, those who hide behind the guise of I'm just real and I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to say this and I'm going to say whatever, uh, when they're really saying that I just lack tact and I, I, I want to say what I want to say. Uh, I, I, I used to spend time focusing on those loud people and all the while missing what's really going on with those who are quiet. The Bible says that after Stephen preached the Sanhedrin, they were hot, y'all. They were, they were mad. They began to gnash their teeth. Uh, uh, but, 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 but verse 55 says uh, that, that while they were furious, Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, 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 they were mad, y'all. They're hot. They're gnashing. Their, that's how mad they are. They grinded. He has grinded their gears, as my grandmother used to say. And, 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 and meanwhile, Stephen is full of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and he looked up to heaven in that moment, and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. I, I got to say this to you. The best way uh, for us to move forward in the face of opposition is to look up. <laughs> so. Some have fallen prey, y'all, 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 we, we have fallen prey to fighting with folks because we're focused on the wrong thing. And Stephen opened up his mouth and told the furious Sanhedrin what he saw. And then the Bible says that because he told them what they saw, that they began to get ready to stone Stephen. But, 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 but I, I need to show you who was in the cut. The Bible says that while all of this was going on, Saul, the tent maker from Tarsus, he, 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 he was carrying the coat. He, he was in the corner, silent, but, but full of the devil. Saul was carrying the coat of the people who wanted to stone Stephen. Here's a word for you. Uh, sometimes we spend too much time looking at who's holding stones that we forget who's holding the coats. Saul, the coat carrier, <laughs> was a young man. Uh, some translations say he was consenting, uh, others say he approved, but at this point he was present and had not talked. But his silence, y'all, was consent. His silence was consent. In other words, if you didn't speak up when you had the chance, you're equally as guilty. Uh, uh, Stephen was being stoned, but Stephen prayed two things. He prayed that God would receive his spirit and that God would not hold the sin against the people. How do you deal with unexpected enemies? Because I can hear you asking me that question, Pastor Winston. I, I know I got them, but how do I deal with them? You look up and you continue to pray for those who come against you. A sign of settling into authority is the maturity of understanding that just because people would attempt to slay you doesn't mean you need to attempt to slay them. So there's that unexpected enemy because while Saul is not loud, Saul is present. And while Saul could have stopped whatever was going on with the stoning, Saul, Saul sat, sat there and held 
the coats of the people who were loud. All right? So when you're settling into authority, you've got that matter that you've got to deal with the unexpected enemy. But then the good news is there's always an unpredictable outcome. Sometimes you don't need to tell your side of the story. All right? Y'all not going to like this one today, but that's all right. Sometimes you don't have to say, see, that's, that's, <laughs> we don't have to make announcements. You just need to make adjustments. There are sometimes you won't get to tell your side of the story. Sometimes you need to leave and just not say anything. Sometimes it's okay to exit a place and exit a season without having to light it up and and, 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 and say your part of it and, and let everybody know you were right. Just let your results speak for themselves. Y'all remember, we got to review what's going on. The church is thriving here in Acts when the problems show up. The church is anointed to thrive and survive. The people are walking into their authority. They have the Holy Ghost on the inside of them. They have been endowed to do. Uh, ministry is going forth. Things are happening. Deliverance is happening. Uh, uh, all of this stuff is happening, yet Stephen is dead. Saul is a devil, and now the text says that the saints are in disarray. Chapter 8 opens by telling us that the church is divided and now scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. They've split up all over the place. Uh, it was a great day of, of persecution for the church in Jerusalem. Very few members, but a whole lot of problems. Ah, uh, but it seemed destructive, but it really was a matter of the church figuring out and finding out who they really were. The Bible says that godly men buried Stephen, and they lamented for him. They mourned for him uh, because God did not stop Stephen's death. Ah, uh, can I help y'all? I the 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 ideal story would have been. Stephen did not die because he was doing the Lord's work. Y'all know it. Let's be honest. But many of us have said, why did God allow me to get stoned? Many of us have said, why did God allow them to persecute me? Why did God allow, if I'm standing in his name, for me to get hurt? Why did God allow while I was preaching, praying, and prophesying, and helping everybody else, and paying folks bills, why did God allow things to happen the way they did? But y'all check this out. Check this out. Saul, who was the silent enemy, now became loud, because the one thing devils desire most is influence, and to cause a distraction. The Bible says now he wreaks havoc in the church. He goes from house to house putting uh, men and women in jail and, and because of what they believe. But it was an unexpected outcome because Saul didn't know that God wasn't going to let the church lose its authority in him. It looked like the church was going under when Stephen died. But I want to tell you how the story ends. Stephen is dead. The church has scattered. But after they 
scattered. The church gained its authority even in the law of leadership. The Bible says that the church grew even more because of the fractures that happened on the inside. Listen, if you are going to walk and settle into authority, not just walking into authority, but if you are going to learn how to settle in authority, you are going to come to grips with an unpopular message. It is not going to put you in a place of popularity, not, not real authority, not real authority. And then there's always going to be unexpected enemies. But the good news is that even in the absence of Stephen, the mission and the authority in which he walked in had a lasting effect. Can I be honest with you? There are some seasons that I died out in. There are some places I died out in. But can I be honest with you? Because it was my God-given assignment and because I was endowed with the authority that God had given me and I learned how to settle in that, those places are better because of my yes. You don't always have to close the chapter. You don't always have to leave and your legacy dies. You don't, if you're, if you're really settling into authority, your mark can be felt long after your physical absence. Today, I pray that as we get ready to walk into, not just walk, but settle into authority, that we learn how to be okay with where really settling into our assignment places us. Some journeys lonely, some you'll be stoned, some you might be ridiculed. Some you might have a party and others you might have a what feels like a funeral. But at the end of the day, Stephen, while his ministry tenure was short, his impact was great because he walked in the authority that God gave him. Some would say he lost because he lost his life. But I say he won because the church grew even after he stood up for it. All right? Let's open up this morning and say good morning to everybody. Uh, those who were on early, I heard you. Uh, but if I have not gotten a chance to greet you, just come off a of mute and let us know that you are on and say good morning to us. Good, good morning. morning. God bless you. What a powerful declaration. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's a good one. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Brother Chris. God bless you. I appreciate that word. Brother Chris, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for that great declaration. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful word today. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Pastor. It's Dee Dee. Blessings. Thank you for that. Morning, Dee Dee. Morning, Pastor Whitson, Elder Eric here. Great, uh, great declaration. Good morning, Elder Eric. Good morning.
All righty, y'all. Let's talk this morning. Let's talk. Uh, let's let's have our conversation. Uh, of course, this is going to be good because I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear even maybe um, how you see the difference in walking into authority versus really learning how to settle into authority. Um, yeah, let's let's hear from it this morning. Anybody, any anything that stood out to you? Any questions or not even just questions, but anything that just stood out that made you say like, all right, or anything that made you kind of say, I don't know, out, or anything of the sort. Good morning, Pastor Winston. It's Rochelle. Could I say, come on, coach, assistant coach, uh, offense, defense, referee, and commentator. You came from every area, I tell you. Um, the authority, walking in it, um, understanding it. Um, I remember um, the Lord telling me never to settle, but now I see the difference in settling and never settle. So I, I, your declaration was on point. I understood it from um, the beginning to the end, and I understand when um, God sent you, send you, um, then you, He's sending you an authority, and, and and the mission will be accomplished. So God bless you. God bless you. That that that. Uh, I'm glad you said that last part. Um, the mission will always be accomplished because I think sometimes we tend to focus on. It would have been easy to focus on Stephen actually dying, uh, but but I try to repurpose that thing so that people understand uh, that the purpose of why he was even preaching was accomplished even after he could no longer preach. So thank you for that. Hey, Pastor. Well, you Good said morning. so much. Hey, brother, thank you, man. I'm, You know, I'll be at work listening in the loud versus the silent and the, oh, my God, you're so right, the distractions and um, just, but the thing that I'm going to take with me, and I already tweeted, I don't tweet, posted it, you don't have to make announcements, just make adjustments. That part is so uh, real to me because even when the shift changes, and like you said, when you outgrow, and we had this conversation yesterday, my daughter and I, we talked about when things change and you have to move and sometimes it's uncomfortable and you said it sometimes people are not going to like it right you're going to get talked about but so what just walking that authority because when you you know the difference and this message is right on point so i'm going to let all my little young people um tune in because they need to hear that thank you so much but you don't have to make announcements make adjustments and, okay i'm gonna go on mute thank you bro <laughs> you're welcome sir. Anyone else? Anyone else with a comment? Or something that stuck out to you? All right. Uh, yes, I had something. This is Sister Sylvia. Um, what stood out for me was when you were talked about how when you step into your authority um, that you are not going to be popular, you're not going to be, you know, realizing that you're not going to be, you know, liked by everyone, but you still can pray for that those people and that person and just stay steadfast. That's what I got out of it. Thank you. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I also want to point out, uh, and I pointed it out early in the in the teaching, uh, but I, I want to point this out also uh, that that Stephen culturally, remember he was the, he was the first deacon, so he he had not been doing things that were that he had seen before, um, and 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 the deacon was preaching, and and while <laughs> while the deacon was preaching. Uh, you know, I thought about how sometimes our title culturally can be in conflict with or can confine us to what we believe we're only supposed to do. Uh, so I've had ministers who tell me, well, Pastor, I pray for people, but I don't preach. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Whether you're in a closet, whether you're on the side of a side of a you are um, your your authority that is not limited based on the cultural norm of your title. So that thing blessed me because Stephen uh, 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 nowadays, if you were to ask the deacon to preach, they may look at you crazy. But but they are naturally <laughs> they walk in the authority and are and should be able. All of us, not just the deacon, everybody should be able, once they get to a certain place, to rightly divide the word of truth. So y'all stop telling people what you what you don't do, what all you don't do and, and, uh, and all of that, uh, because <laughs> cause authority might just say that you're supposed to do it. Wow. Anyone else? Just, wow. Hi, it's Prosperous Pam. I just wanted to say, I really, um, what I got out of it was um, a lot, but I really liked when you talked about the um, the quiet audience versus the loud audience, and that, um, you know, a lot of times the loud is, is really true that it's more of a distraction, and you just don't realize that there's an, another audience. Even just when I talk on Declare Victory, um, you know, there's another audience, even though um, like I might be speaking, there's probably could be a quiet audience too. Um, and then when you were speaking about not being able to, you know, when you walk into your, your authority, you're not always going to please everyone. Everyone's not going to like you. And I was reminded by, I was listening to Joel Osteen and, um, <clears throat> I think it was his wife was speaking and she said, um, God had to remind her that she, he didn't put her on this earth to set everybody straight. And I started laughing because a lot of times we feel like we have to be right and prove a point and things like that. And sometimes it's more, it's more important to just choose peace. And so, um, I was just reminded of that and just really enjoyed your declaration today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that, uh, that, that definitely resonates with all of us, right? Uh, I'm glad that that's what you pulled from that. Pastor Winston, can you speak to, you mentioned about, um, and we know about the people, not everybody's going to like you, and then the shift changes and it's uncomfortable. But then when you have to, uh, how do I say it, grace up, I guess, and really pray differently and pray instead of wanting to um, Jimmy smack somebody in their mouth or just being disrespectful, and that's just real 
to pray authentically for them. That's growth. That's when you really know that you've, you've shifted. You know how things, and it's a church thing too. People even in church sometimes can be so disrespectful, but instead of reacting, you know, in the flesh, you learn how to just, you know, kind of like meditate. <laughs> and like you said, don't be so quick to, to pop back or just really tap into who you're called to be. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that we do more damage sometimes in what we believe is recovery. And what I mean by that is sometimes we are trying to defend ourselves or we're trying to defend our thoughts and or our positions uh, when, when we don't realize that if God has sent us and told us to do a certain thing, then he is the ultimate defense. Um, I, I, I have had more than enough of my share of mess ups because I have tried to defend my position and or thought and or, you know, way of doing something or, or whatever the case may have been. And I think that was important. I think that it is not one time did we note that, that Stephen uh, tried to defend himself. Um, and, and I would love one day to, to, to talk about how, if we're going to be honest, some of our situations weren't even as bad as they would have been until we kind of put our hands on them and tried to tried to kind of defend ourselves. Wow, wow. Because why I'm saying that is, too, again, like I said, my children are grown and they're, they grew up in the church. And so now this new millennial, you know, they're doing therapy first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They really are getting right. therapists before they're going to church. And that's just real too. And it's like, so did I fall short? And, you know, what my son said was that sometimes um, – when people, their lives change, right, and their salvation card get more points than the next person, you don't want to constantly be reminded of what you're still doing. Just because I no longer do that, you got to be careful with even that. You know, so even with me telling my kids, they're still doing what they're doing, but I too did stuff, so I can't beat them down. i got to just have conversations. Now, I just quote all the scriptures in the Bible, but just kind of just have a real conversation, and so they'll, they're actually all have a relationship with the Lord, but like I said, they'd rather do therapy than what they, they some of the experiences that they've had with just being, um, you know, beaten with the word. If that makes sense too. Right. All right, I'm gonna mute. No, that's that 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 was that was really really powerful. Um, pastorally, I have learned um, that I don't alter people's I don't alter people's trajectories and or paths. Uh, what I do is I cover them and I pray traveling grace on their journey, if that makes sense. Uh, but I am not responsible for for turning people around. So I say that to parents all the time as well. You're not responsible for turning. You don't personally turn your children around because the more you try to put your hands on it, the more they're going to buck with something. But at the end of the day, you pray traveling grace on their journey and cover them as you can. And uh, and and when God's hand is on them, no matter what, whether they hit that wall or or or, or get down in that valley, He's gonna bring them out eventually. Hey, Pastor Switching. Hi, this is uh, Maki Mona. How you doing? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you have a great declaration, sir. I mean. But what I, I love what you said, a couple of things. But the mostly right now that I'm receiving is the defense because that's something for me that as long as I can remember, 
I always was, you know, put my dukes are ready to defend, you know, myself in, 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 in so many ways. But like even watching my, my, my son, when I ever ask him something, um, like, you know, when the kids do something, you immediately ask me what happened. They automatically defend it when you ain't even said that they did anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? So kind of remind me of that, uh, you know, uh, uh, with God, you know, we don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to constantly. I just so like, for instance, the maturity of knowing, um, like, when, you ha- when you're having a conversation with someone, somebody, you know, may have offended you. You know, now I just, you know, just have to pause. Because I, you know, I was so used to just, you know, responding. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I know, that, I know she was telling me like that, or I know, you know, whatever. You know, so <laughs> I'm just so grateful for that maturity in that. But now I'm just asking um, the Holy Spirit to more lead me strategically to scriptures. You know what I'm saying? So it just won't be me just freezing up and saying no. You know, um, don't respond like that, even though that is a good thing. You know, but I want to be making sure I'm taking care of my spirit and not um, just holding it in in that way. But your declaration was, um, it just was so good. It was so um, teaching for me. It was very teaching for me. Thank you so much. Bless you. No, that's a real thing. Uh, Yeah. And less I've taken more L's than I've desired, but in God, I really realized that they're actually W's. Um, But but they do feel like L's in the moment. Uh, feels like I've lost quite a bit. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, in the end, when I be quiet and when I keep my hands off of things and stop trying to kind of come to your own aid, uh, then you realize that God can really do what he's supposed to do. And you also realize, too, when I think about the defense of the worst of what I was defending, I was making it worse. And when I really listened to what I was saying, you know, like, well, you really, like, you really believe like I was still wrong. You know, like, you know, it's crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother used to say, you don't tear up a whole house just because of a fly. Right. And that's me. Too much. You're going crazy. Not on today, though. I can say that. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Pastor Winston, it's Rochelle again. I love the part when you say you don't always have to um, say something. You don't always have to be vocal. A lot of times when we're vocal, um, and I'm talking about me, um, it's a defense mode, but the offense is to be quiet, um, um, be still, and know that he is God, and He, he, he he's moving. So a quiet answer turns away wrath. So Sometimes we just have to sit still, and I have learned that because I'm like Mona and, and Didi. You know, we we came from the street, so you know our first uh, reaction is to say how we feel and undo uh, us. You know, in a sense. But when we're when we surrender and uh, receive the salvation, we understand that we can't do us. We have to do God. So we have to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So I love that. That is huge um, about you know, not reacting and always having to have something to say. Pastor, this is Sonia, not Rochelle. That's called the walk-away ministry. Is that what it is? (laughs) That's called Uh a long-suffering, the patience, and the Jesus. You got to say, Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost. I got a a hoodie. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, and, and, and Pastor, you said something about, and it, it got me to thinking about when we're not supposed to uncover people, we're supposed to keep them covered. Because I think Dee Dee brought it up 
about how people are so quick to bring up your past and everything. And it brought to mind how when things are under the carpet, we're so quick to bring other people's stuff from underneath the carpet. It made me think about Stanley Steamer, how they come to get things from underneath the carpet, how we're so quick to do that. And we're really supposed to cover and love covers everything. And that's what we should do and not uncover. And when and that's another thing, knowing your authority is when you know your authority and you walk in it, you cover no matter what. You're not supposed to re, uh, reveal. You're supposed to keep them covered. It's not for us to uncover. It's supposed to, for us to love no matter what. Okay, going back on mute. I keep, and I keep on here. He gave us all power and authority. So that right there, you know, we got to know that too. Like, we all have power and authority. That should make us walk heavy right there. Talking to myself, y'all. Let me get back off you. And I'll add a tag back on what Sonia said. That's so good, baby sis. So we do, we're so quick to uncover and just fall into the hands of the enemy because the devil delights in throwing our past up at us. But once you stop denying that that stuff that you did, you did it, he can't use it against you. And the people that try to to uh, uncover your past, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I did it. Keep it moving. So, yeah, that's good. That's, uh, thank you. Okay, we're going to go on because we just took over the call. I was, thinking well, I, was this. <laughs> I was enjoying this powerhouse tag team. Y'all keep going. I am enjoying <laughs> I have to tell them sometimes that you tried it. Let me just keep on going. Yep. As you said, Sonia, that walk away ministry is some of our greatest victories. Right. And it's kept us out of, it's kept me out of Santa Rita. And St. Quentin. That's what I'm just going because they don't serve peach coffee up in that joint. And, and I don't look in the, not saying that. They don't have you know, jump so on my side. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm loving y'all dialoguing. Any, any, anybody want to add in? One thing, your authority, when you walk into your room, into the room, your authority commands the atmosphere. So go keep doing it. And that's what you did this morning when you got up and you opened up your mouth and spoke to us. You brought alive things in us that we, um, not forgotten, but it just reawoke it, gave it more life. So thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. All righty. Well, listen, I pray that you all have an amazing weekend. Um, and, you know, again, uh, walk into that authority, but also uh, learn how to be secure in it and, and settle in it. Uh, that way uh, you can really, really move forward with the assignment that we have. Uh, I am praying for you all. I'm praying for the Declare Victory Call. This is an awesome mission. This is an awesome ministry. Uh, and it is blessing people all over the world. And so I thank God uh, for the vision. I thank God for those who would help the visionary. Uh, and I thank God for those who are continuing to push. Uh, as we close out the call. Yeah. <laughs> As we close out the call, let us uh, pray. God, we love you and we thank you.
for all that has taken place. God, I pray now uh, that you would just continue to cover each and every person on this line, that you would just continue to move them by your power, by your might. Uh, we thank you for the settling of the spirit, God. We thank you for endowing us with the power of the Holy Ghost, which leads us and guides us in all things. Uh, we thank you now that we can feel your presence, but we thank you that you are navigating our assignments, that you are going before us, that you are going ahead of us, that you are above us and even on the sides of us, God. We thank you now for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Take us into the weekend, God, and allow us to be stronger than ever. Allow us to get our minds and spirits aligned uh, so that we can be in tune with you. Let this mind be in us, which is also in you. We thank you now for all that you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have an amazing weekend. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Happy favorite Friday. Thank you, Sarah. We walk in it. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love you, too. See you in a minute. Oh, good.
Assalamualaikum. Financial Chase Out of Finance. If CarMax Out of Finance reviews and approves your application, it may not be sent to other finance sources. CarMax and each of its finance sources will obtain and use your credit reports and verify your information. Is this okay? Yes. Okay, wonderful, ma'am. Please bear with me one moment. Okay, Ariel, what would be your social security number and your date of birth? 355-94-1235. Date of birth is Okay, one moment, please. Okay. Okay, Catherine, and what would be your social security number and your date of birth? Three six zero seven zero eighty eight eighty and zero eight zero eight nineteen seventy six. Okay, thank you so much for that information, ma'am. So it has been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, thank you for your time right. again. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared It's God. 